Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to the quick hitter version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks from Pure Hoops Media. Our featured discussion this week is with broadcasting legend Andrea Kramer, who was based out of the Chicago Bureau for ESPN in the early 1990s and broke arguably the biggest story in sports. I will say this, um, and just just so so people understand, and you you alluded to this uh, in, in your lovely introduction of me, but I'm so associated with the NFL now, but people forget that when I joined ESPN in 1989 and opened their Chicago Bureau, I was covering the NBA nonstop. So I did the Pistons first two championships and then Jordan's championships. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that I, I am extremely proud of is to have been there with Jordan and the Bulls through the good, the bad and the ugly, uh, mm. which means that, yeah, you're there through the playoff losses and of course the wins and the championships, but your, I was also in that media scrum when he came back from Atlantic city after gambling. And, and I went down to North Carolina and covered his testifying in the slim Buller trial and schlepped to Birmingham and covered him with the Barons. And probably, you, you know, Bruce may or may not remember this, but uh, probably the biggest story that I ever broke at ESPN was Jordan coming back. And then I did the first interview with him when he did come back. And uh, one of those reasons is because I was around all the time and, and I was there through the good and the and the not so good. So I really uh, that's why the last dance people came to me. I mean, you have no idea how much you're going to be in it. I mean, they had said to myself and our mutual good friend, one of my dearest friends, David Aldridge, who I had the pleasure of, you know, quote unquote, presenting when he was inducted into the, to the Naismith Hall of Fame. But, you know, Jason Hare, uh, the director, basically wanted David and me to provide the journalistic narrative. Uh, and I think that that's what we were able to do throughout the throughout the um, throughout the documentary. One I, I got early on after one of the early episodes, I got a really interesting email from a sports editor who said, I've been enjoying your commentary. And I, don't, I, I do not in any way want this to come off self-serving, <laughs> please, please, please. But he said, you're the only, you seem to be the only voice, journal, only journalistic voice that's not associated with Michael's PR team. Mm -hmm. And the same that could be said of David, the same, right. the same exact thing. So I, I think that overall, um, there's no question that uh, when you give control editorial control to someone they're going to exercise it and we can certainly see places throughout the 10-part documentary where that uh that to me was evident does it my dad and i have and bruce and i have discussed this for me it was like wow i was i was eight nine right i, I was gonna say you're the person that this documentary right. is for because 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 and i've said this it's kind of like with john madden People, of course, they know the Madden game and they know he, you know, was this announcer. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, he was a coach, right? A Hall of Fame coach. They forget that. With Jordan, of course, it's the sneakers and it's the brand. And yeah, he owns a team now. And of course, he was a great player. But hearing Michael Jordan was a great player. 
and seeing this video, right? I mean, I was at so many of those games that we see throughout the the the, the documentary. And I'm still sitting here going, oh my God, did he just do that? So I would actually, I'd actually be very curious to you, especially as a former player, when you watch him and you see that athleticism and you see really what he's able to do on both ends of the court, what do you take away that you didn't realize as an eight-year-old when you first maybe started watching him? Uh, One, I just think, and you probably didn't really see this through the documentary, but as a former player, you know that his basketball IQ was off the charts, right? And he was also gifted with this beautifully talented, strong, and powerful body. But the biggest takeaways for me, honestly, Andrea, one, I was so impressed by Phil Jackson. And I let, I read his book, 11 Rings, but I've always kind of had this interest in leadership, right? So I was thoroughly impressed and captivated by Phil. I think when Mike got choked up, I want to say it was at the end of series seven maybe or eight Mm -hmm. somewhere there when he got choked up as he spoke about the weight of winning and wanting to win so badly and his love of the game um that touched me because i think that that, that's not a given for anybody just because someone reaches the nba doesn't mean that they carry the game that way and that passionately but again for me the leadership thing i don't know that in real time i would have identified mike as a good leader so much as I would have been comfortable saying he was an example that you could follow. Because to me, the way that he interacted with some of his his teammates, I don't know that that flies amongst my peers that are more my contemporaries that are now pro athletes. And so I get that it was a different time and he was this larger than life sports icon, but just sort of the leadership things, themes were things that struck me. A couple things, uh, that I that come to mind as I as I listen to you say that number one he said something that I know has been very important in my career with the people who have mentored me and that is Michael said I never asked anybody to do anything I wasn't going to do myself asterisk and you know that's that that to me is 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 a big deal um and then I've maintained this look I've, I've been covering sports for 30 plus years and and I say this in the most complimentary way. It's the most ruthless competitor I've ever seen in my life. If you'd like to hear more from Andrea Kramer, check out the full version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks with me, Monica McNutt from Pure Hoops Media.